Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. What's up? Welcome into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Good to be on the East Coast. Let's go talk to our buddy Ty Dunn, founder of Go Long. You should subscribe at golongtd.com. He's also the author of of the blood and guts, how tight ends save football, and in some cases, pop singers' careers. Just kidding, just kidding. Little Taylor Swift joke. I should make them. Uh, at Ty Dunn on Twitter, Mr. Dunn, good morning. What's up, bud? What's up? How you been, man? Uh, I've been amazing. What a what a week, what a couple football games. Let's um let's do the reverse of how we started the show. Let's start with the heartbreak. I'm not a Detroit Lions fan, but I think like a lot of folks who are neutral, I was rooting for them. It was such a great story. You've had some time to, to sleep on it. You've had some time to evaluate it. What do you make of that second half and the in-game decision-making, the field goals in particular by Dan Campbell and his staff? Right. I mean, in, in, in hindsight, all of us here on Monday morning, we can pick everything apart. I, I guess per, it's all personal opinion and how you assess risk in your own life. Like if it was myself, you know, the first one, go for it. Go for the jugular. Go for thirty-one ten. You've got – the knife in your hand, stick it in their chest, game over with a touchdown that drive. I, I get it. The second one, I I think he kicked that field goal because, hell, even if San Francisco comes down and scores a touchdown, you have time to maybe go down and get a touchdown with a two-point play in your back pocket to end it there. So that was a little bit of a stretch. And then the, the, the end of the game, choosing to run the ball, wasting the timeout, egregious, obviously. But none of us should be surprised, right? Like, this is – how Dan Campbell woke the Detroit Lions up from the dead. I mean, this is we're, – we're talking about one of the worst teams in all of professional sports for all of our lifetime and all of our father's lifetime and probably our grandfather's lifetime. I mean, this has been an abomination of a franchise. And I've spent a lot of time around that team. They, it's, you've got to look beyond the draft or free agency player acquisition for how they got to this point. I mean, they, they got to this point. Because of genuine belief, Dan Campbell believes in his players. The players know that he believes in them. That that just feeling more than anything is is how they got to this game. So he's not going to change. Like he's not going to do anything differently. I think there's a stat out there that they were. It was somebody at CBS, I believe, that um, kind of pieced this together. That in fourth and three or shorter, there were what like seventeen for twenty. Up to this point, so, you know, the numbers tell you that you're successful in this situation. I, I get it. I, I really do. I know he's getting killed today, and it's hard to even argue with some of the points being made. Uh, but that they got to this point for a reason. And give, give me 
this kind of implosion, going down swinging versus, you know, uh, a Mike McCarthy Green Bay Packer 2014 uh, kicking field goals at the one-yard line and running Eddie Lacy into a brick wall three times, opening the floodgates there. G- give me this. If you're going to pick an implosion, at least you're going down playing the way you played all year. We are tied down. We are on the exact same page on, on everything you just said. I I want to kick the second field goal too, but I'm not going to second guess the guy who, as you said, resurrected that organization. I just, I just, I feel for Detroit and for every heartbreak, right? There's credit. Falcons heartbreak is real. Tom Brady also was a big part of what happened. I, I know it's a little different situation, but how do you evaluate Brock Purdy and being down 24 seven and how much credit you offer him for that comeback and what, if any, uh, in, in whatever way your view of him or our view of him should should shift from that second half? Uh, God, I mean, the takes are going to be strong these two weeks, aren't they, on Brock Purdy? It, it was going to be strong one way or the other. I have a hard time getting past the fact that his Keevan Hope bomb just bounces off of a defender's face mask into Brandon Ayuk's diving arms. I mean, that's like that, that, that was the play of the game. I mean, it should have been – picked off it wasn't we got to live in reality right I mean it was a completed pass but I guess I I don't think he's a poor quarterback but I don't think he's an excellent he's somewhere in between surrounded by a lot of really good players and that could be enough to win a Super Bowl and this roster is loaded and he knows where to go with the football for the most part uh, I do think that Steve Spagnuolo's defense a little different than what you got in Detroit I yeah. mean, <laughs> this is a uh, a cornerback and in uh, Vildor, right? I think he was on four different practice squads. You know, he he's activated the first week of December, and he's kind of a, a godsend for Detroit. I mean, they've tried everything in the secondary. Nothing's working. He's your player on an island with Brandon Ayuk. Legereus Sneed's a different beast. That coordinator's a different beast. They're, it's going to be tough, tough sledding for Brock Purdy um, in this Super Bowl. And, and look, he's he deserves credit for the win. I mean, they were down and out. You've got T.J. Gardner-Johnson, like, waving goodbye to the fans. I mean, the fact that the opposing quarterback brought the team back, you, you cannot take that away from him, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to – I don't I have no scorching hot Brock Purdy uh, for MVP takes for you here. I got it tied down on the show. Um, I, uh, I, am not, I am not shy about criticizing athletes. I think that's part of the job, and I know that it's not easy to be Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes or Tiger Woods or Michael Jordan – or insert whatever all-time great is at that level in these these pressure pack moments. But the fact is that some guys just don't play as well when when it's in front of them, and not everybody can win. And for me, at least, Lamar Jackson's performance in this game was going to be really critical to how I view him and the confidence I have. Doesn't mean he can't change it or prove me wrong. The confidence I have in him going forward in, in postseason games. What do you make of his performance? And just what do you make of sort of Lamar Jackson and the pantheon of quarterbacks in the NFL when you try to size up not just are you good enough, but once you're good enough, are you good enough to actually win these games? Right. I mean, he's he's Carl Malone, Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing, you know, Alonzo Mourning as a Hornet fan, I'll throw him in. The, you know, pick your mid-'90s basketball player who was really, really good caught in Michael Jordan's world. I mean, that's Lamar Jackson. He's... You, you saw the difference between the two quarterbacks right, right before your eyes. I mean, one quarterback um, started hot, made some unbelievable plays. He's fusing all these different sports together into his own interpretation of the quarterback position. Man, Patrick Holmes is fun to watch. But even after that early surge, and then it got a lot harder for him against Mike McDonald's defense, 
Mahomes just didn't screw up like Lamar Jackson did. Like he just was kind of that that tennis player, content volleying back and forth and back and forth, letting Lamar just get frustrated and 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 try to slam it into the fence. I mean, that's what happened. I mean, Lamar Jackson just looked like a a flustered, frustrated, out of sorts quarterback that. Um, the moment was too big for him. Uh, that you know, throwing into triple coverage to Isaiah likely just bizarre. But even beyond that, nothing was in rhythm with the passing game. Uh, nothing was different. And I thought that was maybe the most frustrating um, subplot to the to Championship Sunday. We thought it was going to be different. We thought that Todd Munkin had modernized his passing game um, away from everything that Greg Roman built. You've got Jay Flowers. I mean, this is the, the great addition that's going to help you modernize it and has an all-time meltdown from the taunting to the fumble to, you know, hurting his hand on the sideline. I mean, that's a, that's a triple whammy there. Uh, it, it was bad. I mean, that, that's about as bad as it gets for a league MVP in that spot. And I, I think if you cut to the chase, man, it's, it's a Patrick Mahomes world and everybody else is just living in it. Uh, Ty, as, as amazing as these two games were, I want to just take a minute, and you hit on this, to just talk about – Kansas City's defense, their defense in the second half, what Spags has done with this team. How good is this Chiefs defense compared to other Chiefs defenses, and how good is this Chiefs defense relative to those that have been successful in Super Bowls the last few years? Man, it is fun to watch. I think that's – it was just so great to see a game between two of the best quarterbacks still being kind of decided by the defenses, and Dagnola's central – to everything. This is the best Chiefs defense that we've seen in the in the Mahomes era for for sure. I mean, what you go, probably go back to the '90s to find a, a defense this good. They just um, they they find answers throughout the course of the game. You can just kind of see Spags' mind working where he, he's thinking two three steps ahead. He's got guys in coverage aligned in a way that's going to take away exactly what you want to do. He's he's just moving that the chess pieces all over the board to his favor. It's it's unbelievable. You know, this is a, a guy, you know, you know he's going to blitz, right? But it's, it's, it's more complicated than that because D'Amico Ryans and the Texans, you know, they, they blitzed Lamar a ton, and Lamar had all the answers. But I think it was because, you know, that was kind of um, out, out of the norm for, for that Texans defense. They, they hadn't blitzed a lot throughout the season. So, you know, you're sending bodies at the quarterback, and he knows where to go with the ball. Where the Chiefs, they time up their blitzes, so perfectly, you know, they, they're listening to the cadence. They're, they're not showing you exactly what they're going to do until the last split second, until it's too late, until you can't even see it. I mean, that's coaching. That, that's just the sign of a great coordinator knowing exactly how to move his players all over the board. And, and then you look at a guy like Chris Jones and how they've managed him. If, if you're asking Chris Jones to stop the run consistently, probably not going to do it, right? What, what do you have, like seven or eight tackles through the first three quarters of the games of the regular season? Um, not his forte, but who cares? Who cares? He's going to come out for a play here and there. He's going to get a blow, and then you're going to use him when you absolutely need him, and he's going to make the play that decides the game. He did it against Joe Burrow and the Bengals last year. He did it against Josh Allen, driving Deion Dawkins back into the quarterback in the divisional round. Uh, he is an absolute difference maker on the D-line, and how they've managed him and kind of found a way to get the best out of him says a lot about coaches. All right, Ty Don, let's do this. Uh, the way too early Super Bowl prediction. But not that early since we know who's playing at least. I know you got some time to change your mind, to size it up, to give different people answers. 
But for the moment, what does your instinct and, and gut tell you about this game in a few weeks? Oh, it's it's the Chiefs. You know, I, I think Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Steve Spagnuolo, they're gonna they're gonna find the answers in this game. And hey, the, the 49ers were the number one seed for a reason. I I, I get it, but you know, I, I I guess take the prediction for what it's worth because I picked Green Bay to to, pick, to beat San Francisco, and then. Uh, Detroit to do the same. The only, the only two playoff games I missed, but uh, I just I don't know. It, it just seems like a very um, vulnerable team, and, and you saw it in both of those games. Now, both of those NFC North teams kind of blew it in a way I can't see Kansas City. You just can't see Mahomes making the mistake that Jordan Love did, and you can't see Andy Reid maybe managing the game the way Dan Campbell did. They're too experienced. They got the pelts on the wall, all that stuff, so yeah, I think that Patrick Mahomes wins his third ring, and we're we're not even halfway through all the rings he's going to get. Yeah, I was going to, and you just answered it, but I'm going to ask you anyway. There's a lot of factors that go into this. What, do you have a sense of the of of the the fewest rings that he could win if other things go his way and still be comfortable in saying he's the best of all time? Like, does he have to get to seven for you, or is it a different? Is the measurement approach versus Brady more complicated than that? Yeah, I, that's probably that simple for me, right? I mean, that's kind of how we do it, and he's got the MVPs. He's got the numbers to go with everything. That's what's scary, though. It's like this was the year to get the Chiefs. Like, if you're the Bills with Josh Allen, if you're the Ravens with Lamar Jackson, I mean, if you're the 49ers right now, I mean, this this was supposed to be the year that you got Mahomes and Andy Reid because in mean, this offense, we, we all saw it through stretches this regular season. It, it, it was out of sorts. You've got Kadarius Tony lining up offsides. You've got Marquez Valdez-Scanlon dropping the ball deep. You've got Mahomes getting into it with the officials. I mean, he, I, I'd like to say that Mahomes and Kelsey were just playing possum all year, but, I mean, they, they were ticked. I mean, there were moments through the season. They're, they're clearly trying to find answers, and they can't find answers. And it, it just seemed like, okay, the rest of the NFL, if you let them off the hook this year, it's on you. This is the year to get the Chiefs because – this coming off season, they're going to get another weapon or two or three. I mean, they're going to evolve for the better with a defense that's young and has star power. So I, I know we get ahead of ourselves times like this. I, I don't think we're getting ahead of ourselves by saying the Chiefs are going to be winning on Championship Sunday many, many more times to a Patriots extreme. Very quickly, this might seem off tone given the fact the Chiefs are in a Super Bowl, but you brought up the fact that this was the year to get him and, and the offense was the reason. I don't think I've asked anyone about this, and I should have. Eric Bieniemy obviously is no longer the offensive coordinator. And I'm not sure any of us, certainly me, were that worried when he left. Now I'm a Bears fan, so I will not pretend that Matt Nagy being the offensive coordinator of the Chiefs was something I celebrated for Kansas City. Is there a coordinator issue there? Obviously, they're in the Super Bowl, but a year from now, or whatever improvements they want to make, is there a is there a problem at all with with that part of the equation? I don't know how you could suggest otherwise, right? And it's always it's always hard to quantify. You know, we're not sitting in those offensive meetings and quarterback meetings and seeing how um, you know Eric Bieniemy is pushing Patrick Mahomes in the offense versus a Matt Nagy, like. You never really know if you're not there day to day, but I mean the results kind of speak for themselves, and you do see it around the NFL. Look at look at the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, without their two coordinators, I mean they're they're so bad that Nick Sirianni lost his job. So I, I, I didn't get to that extreme. I mean, like you said, they're in they're in the Super Bowl. They've 
they've figured out a way to uh, to move the ball and score points when it when it matters. But I think you know the enemy's reputation is is well known. Like he's going to rub some players the wrong way because he's old school. Uh, but you you do need some of that to an extent. Any team, any offense needs needs some of that because that's how you're going to get to a good place and and find those answers that you need to find. Uh, yeah, well. Well, we'll see how they continue to evolve. I, I, I'm not going to go to the extreme to say, man, it's it's just a bad offense. I mean, I, they've got the best player in the world and the best tight end in the world. They'll, they're okay. They're okay. But de- definitely something was a little missing this year. He is the Patrick Mahomes of NFL guests. <laughs> Ty Dunn. I'm serious. You're the best. Uh, founder of Go Long. Subscribe at GoLongTD.com. Follow him on Twitter at Ty Dunn. Mr. Dunn, that was awesome. I appreciate you. Thanks for uh, for being on on a busy Monday. Hey, man, anytime. Thank you so much for having me and all the kind words as always. See you, pal. Ty Dunn on the show. Forgot to ask the deferral question. That's on, that's on me. That's my fault. I screwed it up. Uh, something pretty magical happened. We've been doing buy or sell on the show. I've been doing it for seven or eight years of radio with Tommy for, for how long have you been doing this? Two years? Uh, a little over two and a half. Almost three. Yeah. Well, that's right, because Will's going to be three. Three years in June. In June. We tried to get you to do a little rapid fire buy or sell. You were reluctant. Then we kind of agreed, and by agreed, I said do it on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and you said <laughs> no, and I said do it anyway. And then today I came in, and you just unprompted did a rapid fire buy or sell. Tom's own special way of admitting he was wrong, and you, dear listener, were, were, were you were right. It was right. Go to the words. Go to the buy or sell next year. CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. He's Bill Ryder, and he's always right. If you're wondering what that sound of dread and foreboding is that has just launched itself into your life through your radio on the Odyssey app, let me tell you, it's Tom. It's pretty daddy. It's Ryder Than You on CBS Sports Radio. How come the most articulate, interesting things I say happen when they're about you, Tom? Because you're an inspiration? Don't try and butter me up. You're an inspiration. It's not going to work. You're funny. That didn't happen. I know. That did not happen. It's high. It's, it's, oh, that's a tongue twister. That happened. She did seem a little nervous. You're funny. Be so awkward if she's just sitting in the hallway listening. His name is Tom. He's married. <laughs> Tell her my nickname is Pretty Daddy and she won't be interested in it. I don't know about that. <laughs> You're like a hockey player. Uh, I want you to know that I almost pretended that you had, were going to go pro and got injured, and I but 
I decided not to. Yeah, you're a good friend. I'm a great friend. Let's do rapid fire by yourself. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. I have a quick one. Just buy or sell that our break room friend is right, Tom. That you're funny. Buy. Even though that did not happen. All right, Bill, here we go. The Eagles officially have two new coordinators, D.C. Vic Fangio and now O.C. Kellen Moore. Buy or sell you like Philly's hires. Buy. Buy. Yeah, and by the way, especially in the context of who they used to have. And you know that I love Fangio as a hire. Worked out well for Kellen Moore. Harbaugh comes in, but Kellen Moore gets a nice landing spot. Yep. Yep. All right, Bill. The Bills made interim OC Joe Brady their full-time offensive coordinator heading into next season. Buy or sell Joe Brady turned around the Bills' season. Oh, I meant to ask Tyden about their run. Um, I mean, there's a correlation there at a minimum. I'll, it's a reluctant buy. Buy. A lot of factors, a lot of factors that go into a team making that kind of a run, that kind of a win streak. But obviously, that was a nice move. Buy or sell, you're happy. The Super Bowl logo conspiracy theory has now been debunked. Buy. That was a dumb theory. Buy. Buy or sell, you read the thing I sent you in Bogus about a guy trying to prove we're in a simulation. Sell. Nope. Don't want to be a freak like that. Like uh, You You don't want to be a freak like that? Is that what you just said? Well, yeah. Well, yeah, but I don't want to be freaked out like that. Get freaked out, Tommy. Especially when you send that stuff on the weekends. Like, I I don't need that. that. That's too heavy. You're not going to read it anyway when I send it. That's true. I don't like reading. All right, Bill. Bill Belichick will reportedly look into getting a TV gig if no coaching opportunities arise this offseason. Buy or sell Bill Belichick being good at TV? That could go either way, but I'm going to go with buy. Buy. Do you want to see Bill Belichick on TV? I mean, in my, in my I sort kinda of... I kind of don't. He was so surly to the media. But he was so... He was funny the times that I spoke to him on the phone. That's been 15 years. But, like, I had a lot of personality, and they say there's a lot of personality there. So it depends what version of him comes out. Yeah, I want to see it. What it, I'm curious whether or not it works. Do I want to see it on TV? That The jury is out on that. What a great expression on that. The jury's out. All right, Bill. Michigan made it official this weekend, hiring offensive coordinator Sharon Moore to replace Jim Harbaugh. Buy or sell Michigan made the right hire. It's really hard to know internal hire. I don't know. I don't know is the answer. But let's err on the side of optimism with a buy. Buy. Would help if I turned on the microphone. Deion Sanders' three sons (laughs) bought him a mansion in Colorado saying they wanted him to be taken care of after his two sons who are on the team left for the NFL after next season. Buy or sell this is absurd. Buy. Bye. Was it their money or his money? Their money. He's got three sons. Two of them are currently on the team. The other one works with him on the team. I think it does like their uh, their social media. Yeah. I, yeah. I got nothing. And as you would imagine, it's a nice house. It's a nice house. What 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 qualifies as a mansion? That's a great question because I thought the same thing. Now, when I saw pictures of this house, I thought, yes, this absolutely. Is a mansion. So in our in our in our city, we'll go down by the water sometimes in LA, and there's this thing called the Strand, right? It's a sidewalk that goes all the way along the ocean for miles. It's really pretty. There are houses that are on the Strand. Many of them are twenty million dollars, 
20 million, what do these people do for a living? 20 million dollars. But I don't know how big they are, but they're they're probably, I don't know, 2,000 square feet or three. Oh, the typical real estate definition of a mansion is a home that offers at least 5,000 square feet and at least five to six bedrooms. And typically on a small acreage. Yeah, so these houses in my neighborhood are not mansions. People call them mansions. What house that is 5,000 square feet doesn't have five or six bedrooms? It's fair. Yeah, like that seems pretty wild. Fire sale, even if you had the money, you'd want to live in a mansion. Buy. Oh, really? Sell for me. What? Sell. I don't need that much space. And I guess I, I guess if I have the money, I'm not cleaning it myself, but it's a lot to clean. And also, this definition has a lot of holes in it. What house that's 5,000 square feet isn't on acreage? Like, you got to have a certain amount of space just for the house alone. I mean... I don't know. Maybe Gee, I'm out now. Now I don't like mansions. Yes, no, so. right? Like, why do you need... Now, I'll buy old school mansions like the one Churchill grew up in because buy. I went and visited in England. It was really, really cool. But like old school and there's... I mean, if you're Napoleon, that's been a minute. He really <laughs> stole the mansion. <laughs> went from Deion yeah, Sanders to, to Churchill Napoleon. and Napoleon. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't need that much. I don't need that much space. If I had that kind of money... I would rather have three or four cool places around the country or the world that are smaller. Great time. My mansion would be in Jersey, you know, because I don't really want to leave. I don't want a mansion. Would you want a mansion in Jersey? No, my mom's from Jersey, and I don't want a mansion in Jersey. Fair enough. Although every time I come here, I do want a place in New York City. Not even close to the same thing as New Jersey. Expensive, though. Yeah. Small place. Right. Not a mansion. All right, Bill, who's oh, than now? Buy or sell, I should thank my hotel for giving me a room with a TV that doesn't work. Sell. Buy or sell. I'd already unpacked all my stuff and hung up all my clothes. Buy or sell, you would have changed rooms. Sell. Yeah, I didn't change It's not great. TV doesn't work? <laughs> I was not a How happy long guy. did you play with the remote a thinking that time. maybe it was you and not the TV? It's all static. Yeah. It's just static. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hoop it in now, Bill. Luka Doncic dropped <laughs> 73 points in the Mavs' win on Friday night, and Devin Booker scored 72 in a loss for the Suns. 62. Oh, did I say 72? Yeah. Excuse me, 62. Okay. Buy or sell scoring in the NBA is out of control. Buy. Buy. It's very similar to Pretty Daddy in the, in the break room. Things need to slow down. I stayed in my lane. Yeah, he did. I stayed in my lane. You were very appropriate. I mean, you got Doncic 73, Booker 62, and this is not even a... And 72. Yeah. And Cat. Everything all right in there? It's all happening. Um, I'm just throwing stuff because I'm pissed off about how many points are scored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They need to get get their arms back. All right. Come on. Speaking of Joel Embiid, he missed his fourth straight game in Denver this weekend. Embiid hasn't played in Denver since 2019. Buy or sell Joel Embiid is ducking Nikola Jokic. Buy. Well, he's ducking him in Denver. Where the, uh, let me ask you this, because I had this exchange with uh, John Gonzalez, one of my two co-hosts in this new NBA show that I'm doing. He pointed out to the group, because he's a big Philly guy, that Embiid has dominated Jokic. He's 6-2 and two against him. I pointed out it doesn't count if you won't play him in Denver. Buy or sell, that's a legitimate point. Buy. Yeah. Four years. Play the dude. Do you have before I throw an extra one in here? Do you have a buyer? Do you have an MVP question in here? Sell. So he is currently on pace. He ain't gonna make it to play sixty-one and a half games. Buy or sell? He will. He will hit the sixty-five game mark. Sell. Buy or sell? That's okay. Only if he makes the conference finals or further. 
Bye. If he makes a conference finals, I'll forgive him for it. By yourself, the Sixers play the Bucks. You'll be rooting for the Sixers. Bye. I'm sorry, Milwaukee. Me too. Bye. I can't. Doc. I can't do Doc. 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 Lock. I told our boss, uh, Spike Eskin, uh, that um, our boss in the next few months, that um, if they go up 2-0, if Doc goes up 2-0 or 3-1 in the series, I always bet on him. I call it the Doc Lock. And I saw his eyes light up. Buy or sell, I can get Doc Lock as a thing. Buy. Speaking of Doc, one of his former teams, because he has many former teams, the Clippers beat the Celtics 115-96 to in Boston this weekend. Buy or sell this game said more about the Celtics than it did the Clippers. It's a really good question because I don't know. Did you see that Jason Tatum took shots at Joe Missoula? Basically said you don't coach through the media. But I'm going to sell. Sell. I just think the Clippers are really, really good. Buy or sell. There's so much context here. Will Kawhi be healthy? Blah, 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 blah. Buy or sell. You buy the, the Clippers in the postseason. Sell. I know. It's like fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Don't fool me again. It's one of those things. Buy or sell that you think people get that reference? Sell. Uh, it's George W. Bush. I sold it because I didn't get it. So You didn't? Yeah, and I'm a man of the people, I love clearly. Bush. He won, but he did once say, like, fool me once. Shame on me. Fool me. Tell me twice. Shame on me. Fool me. Fool me again. <laughs> it was not like me. Like, you just forget what you're saying. Okay, please continue. All right, back to the NBA here, Bill. Buy right. or sell Adam Silver's extension as commissioner is good for the NBA. Well, the fact that I'm meeting with some of those folks. Bye, if they're listening. Bye. Going over there this week. Also, bye. Although, can we get the scoring under control? Yeah. That's it. You really don't like the scoring. I think it I, I think it devalues. This is my Devin Booker shot. Okay, Luka Dodge, I could have handled. Look, he's Luka Dodge. And he, his usage rate is like 103%. He defies math. But Devin Booker on the same day? I don't know. Soccer! Xavi won't coach wow. Barcelona after this season. Buy or sell, that's a good thing for sell, Barcelona. Sell. Everything's bad. Sell. Did you have to ask Bogus how to say his name? Nope. I was going to roll with it, too. Even if I said it wrong, I was just going with it. I was hoping you'd be like Xavi. Like <laughs> there was a kid who came out of Kansas who played for the Memphis Grizzlies for a while who had Xavier, but like. How, Xavier, he pronounced his name. Was it Xavier? It's always thrown me off ever since then. I'm a pro over here. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye. Buy or sell that that lady who hit on you in the break room today would have been even more impressed if she'd heard you say, Sucker! And pronounce Xavier's name properly. Bye. I can't believe I witnessed that. Of all the days for that to happen. Of all the days. It was it's like I wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah. She did not want to talk to you. If I see her again this week with you, buy her I'm just I, will I make buy. I'm just gonna be it's gonna be a thing. Bye. Please continue. Thank you for that. A little baseball here, Bill. The A's can be done playing in Oakland after this upcoming season, but their new stadium in Vegas won't be ready until at least twenty twenty seven. Salt Lake City, Utah, is making a push to be the transitional home of the A's for the next few years. Buy or sell, you like this idea? Buy. Sure. Buy. I like Salt Lake City. They can't stay in Oakland. They can't. What's so, the like, old- re- renewing the lease is, like, not an option. What's the old thing? Uh, you, can't, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here? Yeah. All right, Bill. College basketball. BYU's coach requested that fans in the student section remove their horns down t-shirts as BYU took on the Texas Longhorns. Buy or sell horns down 
is disrespectful. Buy, but I also buy, buy the disrespect. Disrespect in sports. Buy. Buy. What a bunch of babies, man. I'm so and like got yeah, Luca kicking people out of games. Come on. Get out of here. A lot of versatility today. So we got some tennis here. Buy or sell, it's oh. stunning that Novak Djokovic did not even advance to the finals. Did you say beautiful? Buy. Beautiful. I'm sorry. Did you say beautiful? Oh, stunning. Buy. Um, I watched that match at the end. It was early on the West Coast. I will. Oh, you know what? I'll buy it. was stunning. Buy. It was so nice, though. Uh, buy or sell, you know who won the tournament. Yannick Sinner. Bye. Look wow. at you. Bye. Wow. And they say Sinner's ever prosper. <laughs> Bill, buy or sell New York City weather is better than L.A. weather. Sell, but. Sell. Buy or sell, I like the weather. Buy. I find it really charming. Don't look at me buy. like that. Don't look at me like I that. I like the rain. Buy. Put the buy button. I like the rain. Buy. It's really adorable. I put a coat on for the first time in a while. It's cool. Uh, I'm going to Florida next week for, for for I'm here for CBS Sports HQ. I'm going to Florida next week. I, I'm going to kind of miss the New York weather. Said nobody ever. You're the only one. Buy or sell me and you actually getting drinks at some point this week. Like together? Yeah. yeah. Bu- okay, I'm going to get a bunch. Buy. Buy. Yeah. Buy or sell you'll consider drinking a Negroni. Sell. Wow. If I bought you a $20 Negroni, would you buy it? Would you drink sell. It? If, I pay, if, I, if I ordered it. Shame on you for ordering it. No. Definitely not. Uh, Bill, finally, buy or sell, you showed up at the office today ridiculously buy, early. Buy, you looked horrified. Buy. None of your work was done. I was like, hey, let's talk and hang out and get a coffee. And you're just like, Ugh. Were you offended that the first thing I said to you was, why are you here? Uh, yeah. Instead of, you know, hello, good to see you. Buy or sell, you want to hear what song was playing on my headphones when I walked into the door, through the elevator, and saw you for the first time. Buy. Let it be by the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> just randomly on. I thought you were going to say it was heart. Um, oh, no. What was that song? Oh, people were mad. Um, something about making love. Yeah, where she, like... It's she, a weird story. She, like, gets pregnant, but then, please, yeah. please understand. I'm in love with another man. And what he couldn't give me, you could. Oh, a little something or other. Um, yeah, I was here real early. I felt bad that the first thing I said to you was, why are you here? Was it good to see me? Uh, yeah, I just yeah. didn't expect to see you at that hour. I, the thing is, it's so busy here that I wanted to grab a seat. Right. Okay, um, what do you want to talk about next? What do you want to do? Oh, Doc Rivers makes his debut. All right. Doc Rivers makes his debut, and we are going to get into what it means after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show. Is it good to have me here, Tom? It really is. Yeah. It really is. Phil Ryder with you. That's uh, Pretty Daddy, Mr. Hockey himself. So you play hockey left-handed, even though you're a righty. <laughs> back to this. Uh, yes, yes. It's the only thing I do in my life left-handed. She was impressed by that. I don't think I said that in front of her. I think she was already gone by the time we talked about that. Doesn't matter. She was impressed by everything. I just like that I was there for that very strange moment. It really is just ridiculous timing. Weird things happen to me all the time, but I also they happen around me. It's just another colleague just being nice to another colleague. <laughs> no one's nice to you. You don't speak to me. That's true. Uh, stream the NFL if you'd like, on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL, live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get on the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free. Your local AutoZone, get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. What? Are you laughing that you were there to witness it? Yeah. Or are you laughing that I, 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 I did get hit on? Yeah, no, no, just that I was there for it. Yeah, I was also thinking I wish I could ask Alexa when I'm done asking her to open the Free Odyssey app to be like, hey, Alexa, can you just open whatever conversation Tom's in? And I could just listen to some of these because it was very amusing to me. I want to let you know that your face, like mine all the time, did say, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening right in front of me. That's what your face said. Like, <laughs> I can't believe this is happening. I, I also couldn't get she, – she was between – we went to get coffee. I was on the other side uh, of the counter. Right. She's between me and the sugar and the cream. I'll put the – and she wouldn't move because she was so fixated on you. <laughs> You're so lucky because normally in that situation, I when the hockey came up, I would have said some version of – I mean, Tom's being modest, but he was actually going to play in the NHL until that injury. In the – when he – yeah. Yeah, that injury bounce. Yeah. Man. That athleticism she, left my body. I mean, bro, she All right. Just stop trying to steer me into making fun of you. Cuz I'm making funny. I just found it awesome. You loved every second of it. I, I was just like, how how is this happening? I'm never here. Yeah. And there's never anyone in the break room when you and I go. This is why I don't go to the break room. Could you get it on? I mean, <laughs> I also didn't know what to do. Play, uh, I didn't even know. You didn't have to do anything. I was just myself. She was a talker, too. She wanted to talk to you. That was a lot of talky talk. Yeah, it really was. It was like a press conference where she was just having a press conference about you. She works in this building, right? Hope so. Man, nothing. No one's listening to this in the building. But this could be on in the building in theory. In theory. If we bump into this week, my next is be what's your name? I'm not going into the break room. Yeah, you are getting coffee together. Nope. Um, Doc Rivers is the head coach now of the Milwaukee Bucks, and I am a skeptic as to whether or not it's going to work. And I obviously uh, do not think that the way that went down is awesome. If you're Adrian Griffin, but Doc Rivers is going to make forty million dollars, reportedly, over the course of the next you know three and a half years. That's a long term contract. And this is not made up, okay? This is not AI-generated. It's not a deep fake. This exchange between a reporter and a guy that just landed one of the best jobs in the NBA 
actually occurred at his in, Doc Rivers' introductory press conference. This is probably what this is. I think one of the few things you haven't experienced in terms of taking over a team, yeah, midseason with this expectation. So, what's your sort of immediate plan to jump in like this to get this team where? Yeah, it needs to go? listen, I've never done this. Uh, I wouldn't wish this on anyone. I, I can tell you that just from the day and a half. Uh, but it's going to be a challenge. It's, it's a challenge that, that I'm running towards. Um, Got to get organized quickly, you know. Um, can't try to do too much too soon. We're in the middle of a season, so we got to try to keep our rhythm. I mean, is this guy just trolling everybody? Wouldn't wish this – I would not wish this kind of wealth and this amazing opportunity on anyone. Yeah, well, you clearly didn't wish it on Adrian Griffin. I mean, give me a break. These guys are, are were 30 and 13 when he took over. I, I know that I'm not. And by the way, Tom Haber's show is going to be on Thursday. We have a vastly different view. He, I, didn't, I haven't read it yet. He's excellent. He wrote a defensive doc. He didn't choke. There were injuries. Chris Paul's hamstring. I'll let Tom make his own case. For me, it's scoreboard, man. It's scoreboard. It happens again and again and again and again. This guy just got one of the what, – what would be a conservative estimation? All right, conservatively, Denver, better job, one. Conservatively, all right, Boston, better job, two. All right, conservatively, Sixers, the team that fired you less than a year ago, a better job. I don't believe this, but conservatively, Clippers, a better job. I don't think that's true, but I'm just trying to be really, really – Clippers, conservatively, a better job. I mean, I can't go to the Warriors. What a great double-time game. Double-time? Double overtime game they played against the Lakers. I, at worst, this is the fifth best job in the NBA in, current, in terms of current roster. You get to come in midway through the year? Ah. Do I even have to like go after Doc? He goes after himself on this, this clip. Not to, not to mention $40 million he just got. $40 million. Yeah, yeah. No, you're, you're a martyr, man. Here's what I don't know. Did Doc Rivers get hired at the insistence of the front office in Milwaukee? Or did Doc Rivers, because he's been known to do this, this has been sort of the perspective, do an end around and go directly to ownership? And Jimmy Haslam now, right, is kind of new owner-ish. I mean, he's not the principal owner, but owns a big stake. He's been in some games before this happened. This may not be the end. Because remember, Doc Rivers has been accustomed to a whole lot of power in front office. It's not just... The coaching, he ran the front office with the Clippers at the end of his time there. And he had some oversight and say to a weird degree, and then Daryl came in. Daryl Moore got hired after three weeks, I think, after Doc had hired. I'm just saying, if the GM, John Horst, who I think is good at his job, goes away in the summer, and Doc Rivers is still there, I just want you to remember that we put this out there. People have a tendency... Ask Adrian Griffin to go away when Doc, when Doc gets involved. I don't think they're going to. Here the other thing. If you can't win with this team, when are you going to win? Like, if he doesn't win with the Bucs, if he doesn't win a championship with the Bucs, does he get another chance? I got to think final people w- wake up. And does he get Does he get all four years, If you if this four postseasons, including the one that's coming up, if he blows the next two or three postseasons? I don't know. The problem is they're already paying Budenholzer and Griffin to go away. You can't fire Doc. You're gonna fire. You're gonna pay four coaches. 
What a mess, Tom. I know they're playing the Nuggets tonight in his debut. Obviously one of the best teams in the league. On what level they have to lose by how much for us to crush Doc tomorrow? I won't crush him either way. Oh, I want to so bad. I, they're going to win, man. They're going to play really well in the regular season or Doc. He's gonna, it's going to be an illusion of excellence. The defense is going to improve. Obviously, those guys didn't like Adrian Griffin. They were dancing and celebrating in the first game. So I could step into that team. You could step into that team. Your girlfriend, not your girlfriend, you're married. That girl wants to be your girlfriend could step into that team. And there'd be an improvement. What's going to happen is the Doc illusion. Man, I let it be Sixers Bucks in the second round. Please give that to me. Whoever wins, it'll be the Sixers. Be amazing. That was fun. It's good to be in the studio, man. It's fun to be hanging out. Tommy and I again tomorrow with Radio Magic. I'm Bill Ryder. This is CBS Sports Radio. Thanks for listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 